welcome back to the Honest to Goodness podcast, where we give you our honest opinions on good entertainment. I'm your host, Carrie, and as always, I'm joined by my lovely co-host, Nicole, and today we're going to be covering the Hallmark Movies and Mysteries movie, The Gift of Peace, and this one stars a fan favorite, Nikki Deloche and Brennan Elliott, and I love love them both obviously nikki has done several movies with andrew walker and i guess my favorite of brennan's like besides this one have all been with lacey chabert because he did the all of my heart movies Mm -hmm. with her and the crossword mysteries with her so yeah it's it's cool to see him with to act with somebody else because he's done i would say the majority of them with lacy yes. um i also but, love his movie that he did a couple years ago i can't remember what year it might have been 2019 2020 christmas in vienna with sarah drew yes that one oh. was really cute that one was really cute yeah um this particular movie like I feel like this one's going to be in my top 10. I loved the faith aspect of it. Like that blew me away how much, how much like Christianity and faith and stuff there was in this movie. I mean, round of applause to Hallmark on that one for that. And it is but, um, Day Spring collection, yes. I guess, if you mm-hmm. want to call it that which is awesome mm-hmm. and they're the company yeah. that does the greeting cards just like yeah hallmark i mean they make other stuff too but greeting right cards, yeah yeah um but i feel like because i'm a person if i can't laugh i don't enjoy it as much i'm more about i need comedy more than i need something serious person so i love the serious aspect of this one but i think three wise men and a baby is still gonna take my number one spot like i don't think anything's gonna move that one out of number one for me um but i absolutely love this movie and before we even get into it was it my imagination or was this the same chapel yes Yes. from vows we have made (laughs) yes it was i was like okay and i started to text you and ask you about it and i was even looking at pictures and i'm like i'm pretty sure it is yes but i was like i'm saving this until we actually get on the podcast and are talking about it i was was gonna bring that up yes it is the same chapel and i think correct me if i'm wrong homeworkies who are in the vancouver area i think that is filmed just outside of Vancouver in Maple Ridge. I think that's the okay. province or town that that church is in. I feel like I need to get a passport and somehow or another get the ability to work on some of these movies in Canada. <laughs> like, <laughs> And we'll mention them when we get to it, or I'll mention them when we get to these certain things but Mm -hmm. there were little bits and pieces that reminded me of ssd yeah definitely i mean when there's this much faith 
and um you know divine intervention and whatever it definitely ties definitely ties with that i mean not um, only church there were lines specific lines yeah. reminded me of things that we have heard on ssd right yeah yeah i i agree it was this was a very heartfelt Mm-hmm. movie especially like especially for me after the year that i've been through with you know um oh and by the way this is going to come out after the new year so happy new year everybody happy new year. <laughs> yeah after the year that i just went through let's say it that way because um this is still december as we're recording this but um after the year that i've been through uh you know lost my mom lost both my grandfathers and you know there's various other things so a movie like this talking about grief and loss and healing from that and the fact that it's okay to go through that process and to not just be expected to be okay without going through the process um I really appreciated that um that aspect in this movie and I know this was a favorite for Morgan as well. And I'm sorry, she can't be here to help us with this uh, with this recap because I know she she really loved this one as well. Although we both know she has watched, what, two episodes or two movies from SSD. So she's not going to get a lot of the... <laughs> not she's yet. She's going to listen to this. Yeah, she's she's gonna listen to this episode and be like, "What are y'all talking about?" No, actually, <laughs> actually, there, there's one that she might recognize from the pilot, and we'll okay. get to it when we, we'll talk about it when yeah. we get to it. Okay, all right. So we have Michael's opening dialogue, where he mm-hmm. says, "Every day we pass strangers around us, exchanging smiles, friendly nods." Maybe even a Merry Christmas if we're in the spirit. And as we greet that stranger, you may think to yourself, I wonder what their life is like. You might not even think about it for more than a moment as your paths aren't likely to cross again. Yet these complete strangers would find their way to one another, forming bonds that may first seem unlikely. Sometimes we discover those bonds may turn out to be the very best kind. I love I love a good voiceover, personally in a movie like we don't really see a lot of that in movies these days I feel like and I love a good voiceover this is one thing this is one thing because a lot of the movies have started out with the narration from none other Mm -hmm. than Eric as Oliver yep 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 um okay so we have you what now I'm sorry I love the narrations as well. Yeah. Um, I'll have to try to remember that as I'm writing scripts to incorporate some of that into it. I don't think I have any in, no, I don't have any in, uh, in Andrew's script. I'll have to, I'll have to try to keep that in mind for future. I don't think it fits in just anything. Like it it has to fit. And yeah. of course, like when calls the heart, a lot of those episodes, not all of them, but a lot of them would start off, especially the first episode of a season would start off with Elizabeth writing in her journal. And, you know, you hear that monologue. Um, but yeah, 
I have to mention the flashbacks. Yeah, I, I love good flashbacks too. Yes, yes, very, very touching, very touching. Um, and we see Greg and Tracy playing the piano. You know, he's trying to teach her how to play the piano a little bit and talking about her uh artwork um the names she was coming up with with her manager slash friend joyce to describe her paintings silent knot and riding in a half horse open sleigh (laughs) i love i love subtle humor like that where it's not an all-out joke Mm-hmm. but it's just kind of you know i don't know in the flashback um, too i loved i thought it was cute how tracy was you know talking to greg and then she said mm-hmm. dear god please let the love of my life come over here and help me finish this painting In mind one of these days when I'm getting me when I get married and I'm wanting my husband to come help me with something <laughs> to like you know he's sitting in the sitting in the living room in his recliner watching a football game or whatever just be like dear god please make the love of my life come over here and help me finish this <laughs> he's so fun I'm gonna have to remember that that is hilarious I love that the meat cute. Oh, man. Yes. Oh my gosh. How cute. Like, no pun, no pun intended. How cute was the meat cute? <laughs> like they go to pick up a an angel from the mm-hmm. that was on display. Yeah. Was, or that was for sale. And Tracy says, You touched it one second before me, so technically you had dibs. So those are the rules for dibs then. I don't make the rules. I do enforce them. And, you know, Joyce is just like walking over to give them space. And she's just like smiling. Yeah. It's like, okay, you're having a moment here. I'm going to go over here and then I'm going to come back and go, what was that? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yes. And the fact that he let her have the angel that was sweet yeah so sweet Brennan to me just seems like a genuinely sweet decent person like there are several of these guys that I feel like it would be easy to be best friends with and he's definitely on that list just yeah he just seems like a genuinely good guy we need him Um, to come drama drama please Gabrielle and Sarah if you ever watch this please bring Brennan to drama drama yep and Nikki too. Let's, Nikki. Yeah. Yeah, Nikki. for sure. Yeah. Uh, I had started to wear my uh, Georgia Bulldog shirt. Uh, <laughs> because uh, when we interviewed Andrew before, he told us that, um, I think this was before we actually started recording, but he told us that Nikki went to the same high school that Stetson Bennett did, I think. So she's a Georgia Bulldog man. Um so I had started to wear my uh, Georgia Bulldog shirt for this, but I didn't quite obviously because the colors are not blue. Um, <laughs> but um, Tracy's dad making her the pancakes. 
Yeah, she's like, what was I like four when you made these for me? (laughs) Yes. She's like, they still do the trick though. Yeah, it was like four or five. Yeah. And I have to Um, mention the woman that plays Tracy's mom, she was in SSD. You know, I recognized her, but I couldn't quite place. You're gonna have to three wise men. Oh wait, she was the lawyer? Yes, she was Oliver's, Oliver's lawyer. lawyer. Okay. Yeah. 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 Jilty. I knew I recognized Okay. I knew I recognized her. I just couldn't remember exactly who who she was. Um sometimes I can place somebody. I was watching okay, this is like completely off topic but goes along with that topic i went over to a friend's house sunday night so christmas night um and we were watching some christmas movies and we watched eloise at christmas and i've literally never seen that movie before but it was super cute but there was a guy in that movie that i'm like i know this guy and i cannot figure out for the life of me who he is i'm like i i've I know he's from something Hallmark. So I start Googling and he was in one of the crossword mysteries. Um, but then there was another guy in there that again, every time I'm seeing him, I'm like, I know this guy, I know this guy. And I could not figure out like even in the credits, I, w- I didn't know what his name was in the movie to be able to look up who he was. And once I finally heard his name, I looked it up. He plays in Wind Hope Calls. I'm like, well, duh. Who's the guy that runs the hotel in When Hope oh, Calls? Um, his name is Neil Crone. Yeah, I can't think of his character's name, but that's who it is. Yeah. Oh, uh, Ronnie, I think is his name in When Hope Calls. Yeah, yeah. Ronnie Stewart, Ronnie Stewart, because he's Tess's okay. brother. Brother-in-law. Brother-in-law, yes. Bro- yeah, yeah. Uh, so that was who it was. I'm like, well, duh, you know, I'm sitting here like, how stupid you know because I can't figure out who this guy is and then when I saw it I was like oh yeah yeah but um uh and them uh looking at some of Tracy's old artwork with Freddie Teddy Freddie Teddy yes (laughs) so cute so cute oh we were talking about this scene earlier uh you mentioned this scene earlier before we started recording of uh tracy and greg's meet cute in this flashback yep yep tracy says are you copying me i'm gonna tell the teacher and then you know he says that he's not copying her and i think that he likes her work or something or her technique and then she says i think you're in good shape and he says thank you i work out (laughs) brilliant mister brilliant like that is excellent comeback right there um yeah and it makes me think of a uh a blooper from the show friends but it's not really appropriate so i'm not gonna (laughs) i'm not gonna list it but i know morgan would know exactly what i'm talking about so um and then but Jumping to the scene after their meet cute, we see a flashback of them working on a painting together, which I thought was really nice. Mm-hmm. And then Tracy runs into Michael at the store. She runs out of a particular paint, so she goes to the store 
and she accidentally gets paint on his shirt <laughs> like i think he startles her as she like just turns around and you know swipes paint across his shirt wow. um and they get to talking about uh you know providing toys at the youth center and he's specifically looking for paint to paint uh toy trains like i guess toy wooden trains yeah um so she you know helps him figure that out and uh michael says people do say it's either luck or fate or god tracy says or or complete coincidence michael says well i don't really believe in coincidences which of course who does that sound like sounds like oliver to me (laughs) coincidence is the middle name of the almighty yeah the quote oliver exactly yep yep i mean i don't know i mean what just just curious i mean we're we're going off topic per usual or i'll take this on myself i'm going off topic per usual um what do you think do you believe in coincidence or not um no you don't hmm I don't really know if I do or not, to tell you the truth. Um, I, I guess there's a side of me that does, but then I guess, yeah, there, look, I guess there might be like a little part of me that does, but m- like ninety nine percent, it's like no. Yeah, I feel like it's more of a thing of I see too much. Okay, like, for example, there is something, you know, there there can be a bad side to this sort of thing, like numerology or whatever, but there is something with my family and numbers that I do not understand. And, like, um, my brother and his wife are one year, one month, one day apart in age, different months and years, but they got married on the 7th, their oldest child was born on the 14th middle child born on the 21st third child wow. born on the 28th so it's wow. all sevens um yeah my dad's mom passed away 12 25 12 so christmas day of 2012 his dad passed away 12 25 21 same numbers inverted um and then when my papa passed away it was november 26 of this year and Nana told me that that would have been their anniversary wow. if they had stayed married. So, I mean, like, there is something freaky with my family and numbers, and I do not know what the heck it is. So, I mean, like, I guess stuff like that kind of leads me to not believe in coincidence. I guess I believe everything happens for a reason would be more how I would word it. It's not so much that I don't believe in coincidence as it is that I believe everything happens for a reason even if we don't understand it um but y'all weigh in in the comments let us know what y'all think just curious we're not starting a debate here we're just just curious what what y'all's thoughts are on there or on that um and then uh tracy decorating cookies with her mom and talking about things she was good at growing up yeah Um, 
I like when her dad walks in and he says something along the lines of, did Michelangelo bake these cookies? Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. So Tracy had at this point tried to go, her friend Joyce, who is also her manager, um, tried to convince her to go to a grief support group. And when Tracy had seen Michael, she thought she recognized him from the church they used to go to, but she wasn't 100% sure. And Joyce found out that that church had a grief support group. Um, So Tracy had tried to go, found out that Michael was actually the leader of this group. And she ends up like just darting out the door. Michael goes after her, lets her know, hey, it's okay. You know, coming in the first place is your biggest step. It's okay that you don't stay. We just want you to always feel like you're welcome. So she does decide to go back to the group and she brings some apology cookies, not knowing that one of the guys in the group runs a bakery and always brings cookies. (laughs) Yeah, Justin. Yeah, Justin. Yeah. Um, and so we have one of the ladies there that her and her husband used to be Santa and Mrs. Claus at the Christmas um is it festival. I don't guess it's festival. Market. Christmas market. Market. Yeah, Christmas market. Thank you. That's the that's the word I was looking for. Um, and then you just mentioned Justin. He talks about the relationship with his grandmother um during and after the meeting when they're cleaning up and he's talking about all the pies that that they uh that they used to make and mm-hmm. how one time the firefighters showed up because they burned them <laughs> or something. I have not ever had that happen so uh fingers crossed never did <laughs> tried to bake a pie one of my cousins and I we baked cookies the other day and blonde moment we had this big rack uh rack Mm -hmm. or like baking sheet and it had a rack you know with like the holes in it I don't really know how to describe it cooling rack cooling yeah the cooling rack yeah and we chose not to put the cookie dough just on the baking sheet we put it on the cooling rack so the cookie dough like went through the cooling oh, no and on top of that we burned the cookies too. i bet that was a mess to try to clean up should have oh, known no. should have known when we saw the dough cooking through or baking through the cooling rack that those cookies just weren't gonna yeah. turn out right. I can't say anything okay one of my sis okay one of my sister-in-law's sisters I call them all my sister-in-laws but one of my sister-in-law's sisters froze a homemade pizza you know like you would get an uncooked frozen pizza from the store yeah. she froze an uncooked homemade pizza and yeah. cooked it so I was like okay well I'll do that because you know, we, I like homemade pizza. 
-hmm. and I'll put like um, deer meat and sausage and pepperoni and so like it's you know it's not just a pepperoni pizza but so the first one that I tried to do um, I had just put it on a piece of cardboard like you know I covered the cardboard with foil put it on a piece of cardboard froze it so then when I got ready to cook it I'm like okay do I need to put this on anything or what my dad's like what do you do with a regular frozen pizza and I was like you just put it directly on the rack and he was like well then just do that yeah no do not do that it will fall through all it will fall through the oven rack and make a huge mess in your oven thankfully my dad cleaned it up while I went out and got us pizza from Papa John's um yeah the several I've I've made several attempts at doing that different ways and I still have not gotten one that to me has turned out well but at least I'm not making a huge mess in the oven anymore so yeah (laughs) we put the cookie dough on the cooling rack (laughs) if anybody else has like you know cooking mishap stories they want to share you know to make us feel a little better just (laughs) drop them in the comments (laughs) because obviously obviously neither one of us are blondes but I think we both have some blonde roots somewhere or another (laughs) luckily my mom bought like four or five bags of cookie dough so we had extras but yeah yeah blonde moment yeah oh man um okay so we have uh the the grief support group which is michael ethel regina and justin and tracy um talking about volunteering at the youth center for the polar express christmas party that's another movie I've never watched is Polar Express. Um, Polar Express? Mm-mm. You might have to repeat that. <laughs> the phone was ringing. All right. Um, all right. Sorry, my brain went like just completely blank on me there. Sorry, y'all. Um, oh. I would say that I had never uh, seen Polar Express. Like, I know it's like one of the most common, popular, well-known Christmas movies, but I've literally never seen it. I don't oh, even know what, what it's about. What? I'll get to it one of these days. We'll get to it. <laughs> it's good. Listen, honey, well, we've got over 50 Hallmark Christmas movies yeah. coming out a year. Yeah. <laughs> I haven't seen a lot of the classic Christmas movies in such a long time because it's now like hallmark great american family mm-hmm. well i mean that's why i'm so behind on watching the hallmark movies because i finally hit a point of being like i want to watch you know we were taking a week off christmas week we weren't recording and i was like i want to watch some of these classic movies that i normally have watched by now and i haven't watched them so that's what i was focusing on but um I love love when they're talking about this and Michael says there's one thing missing we need somebody that can actually help paint toy trains I wish we knew somebody with that skill set (laughs) (laughs) as he looks at Tracy 
He's like, yeah. hint, hint. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And of course she agrees, agrees yeah. to go. And we have the flashback of Greg and Tracy in the church with her head on his shoulder. And of course we hear several times throughout the movie, uh, the line of the best seats in the house. Cause they always sat like towards the front of the church. Um, I could joke around about them not being Baptists, but I won't. I've <laughs> been Baptist churches. Okay. So, oh my gosh. Yes. Yeah. I mean, like, personally, I sit on the front row at my church but i'm also in the band so it's like just the quickest you know when you come off the stage to to get on the front row um but and no offense to anybody that sits in the back of the church I just, yeah i'm just joking with that um but we have uh tracy talking to michael about uh, her first impressions and volunteering um and then we have Joyce stopping by before we get to that I do have to mention in that scene when she's talking to mm -hmm. Michael in the church she asks him if he has lost anyone and then you know she kind of mm. tracks that because she's not sure if that's the right thing to ask right kind of overstepping boundaries yeah I thought that was yeah. how she kind of retracted it I mean what, what do you think mm -hmm. about that um valid question honestly um I mean I guess I can understand where she would retract it and just kind of be like we don't have to talk about this if you don't want to you know whatever but I don't think it was wrong of her to ask you yeah, know yeah. if he if he is leading all of them to share, I don't think it's wrong for her to yeah, feel the same. kind of want him to share as mm -hmm. well. I also um, love how he said that he hasn't shared because he's just trying to take care of everyone else. I thought that was really nice. Yeah. Um, yeah, I loved their conversations in the church that they would have. Uh, I thought they were really, really sweet. Yeah. Um, okay, so now we have Joyce stopping by to visit Tracy. And Joyce says, picked you up some morning motivation, peppermint mocha. Tracy says, how are you so joyful so early in the morning? Joyce says, joy, it's right there in my name. <laughs> Clever. Oh, man. Um so Tracy talks about the first meeting with the grief um, group, support group, and uh, deadline anxiety, and her theme for the gallery exhibit being Christmas. <laughs> Why am I picturing Rosemary right now, like doing the hands? Like, <laughs> oh. And they talk about Michael 
obviously. And uh, Joyce says, the handsome one who got all shy around you like a boy with a crush. Tracy says, I think we're remembering the moment differently, but yes. (laughs) (laughs) This is taking me back to Twas the Night Before Christmas. You have your version and I have mine. (laughs) Oh, man. Um, Regina. I mean, yeah do you no 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 you're good do you deal with deadline anxiety like if you have a time crunch on you does it help you or does it actually make it worse it makes it worse same I remember when I was in school and I would wait till the last minute to do a project Mm. yeah see my thing was always like speed drills or whatever I could do the work like we would do uh, math speed drills I could do the work no problem but if I knew I had a time constraint on me I would literally just break down crying and I could not do the work at that particular time Uh, which always knowing that always made test taking harder um uh, especially when I went to take my GED because that's, you know, I was homeschooled. So GED is basically is like an equivalent of a high school diploma. Um, so like going to take the GED, I'm just like, okay, you know, this is kind of an important one, <laughs> you know? Um, so standardized test. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Thankfully. Like and what was the other one? The ACT. I remember taking the SAT, but I don't, I don't specifically, I know we had to take tests at the end of every year. I just don't remember what they were called. Um, but on my GED, I remember I actually finished with plenty of time to spare on all of them, all or three subjects, because there's four subjects. And I had plenty of time to spare on all but one mm-hmm. of them. And on that one I think it was science, if I'm not mistaken, which I always hated science growing up, so that's no surprise. But that one um, took me up until like the last several minutes. I had under 10 minutes left on the test. I know. I don't remember exactly how long, but. Science, I was usually pretty good at, like, at least when I got to high school and I think maybe elementary and middle school too. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. but like specifically on the standardized test, the writing and the math were not my strong point. I just can't do math fast. Like I can do math. I just can't do it quickly. Yeah. Um, yeah. Also, the uh, pick you up some morning motivation kind of makes me think of the uh, Dolly Parton song, Nine to Five. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Pour myself a cup of ambition. Yeah. Um, Regina singing the choir, singing "O Come All You Faithful," and of course, you know the choir director telling her that you know they would love to have her back, you know, whenever she's ready. Um, how cute were Michael and Tracy at the youth center? Yes, with the. <laughs> Yes, him painting or her painting his nose. Yeah, and then the the reindeer antlers. Yes, 
Yes. Oh man. I feel like um I feel like Brennan's gotta be a good dad. Like Yeah. I could see that. Yeah. Yeah. How is his wife doing, by the way? I haven't thought about that in a while, but wasn't she struggling with cancer or something? I think so. I haven't I feel like there was a post recently, but I didn't I didn't actually open it. Like I think it was on Instagram or something, but I didn't get a chance to look at it. So I'm not sure. But I hope she's doing okay. Yeah, I hope so. I mean, we haven't heard, you know, worse news, I guess. So that's that's a good thing. Um we have another flashback of Greg and Tracy in the hospital room. Um, and then uh cuddling in the hospital bed and talking about the front row. Uh, being the best seats at church uh, and then Tracy stops by the bakery yeah mm. also before we move on I also have a question did the flashbacks remind you a little bit of when calls the heart season five because yeah um... like Jack and Elizabeth yeah just a little bit bit. yeah I could see it yeah um I don't know when the heck we think we're gonna find the time but at some point um I still want to go back and like rewatch and recap those early seasons of when calls the heart I know we've already done the when calls the heart pilot movie um but yeah, I don't know when the heck we think we're going to have the time for that, but it's something I still want to do because it's been so long since I have watched any of that. I get to talk about it with y'all. Um, yeah, we're going to have to figure out something that Amy can come on and talk with us about because I know she's not going to do it. Sorry, Amy, we love you. Yeah. No, I had uh I had invited her um recently, but she's had a lot going on. I know she lost her grandmother and stuff, so um she hasn't had a chance to be on either. But I know I know we love having her uh the few times she has been able to join us. Um I do love when she stops by the bakery to try the mm-hmm. quadruple chocolate donut. Man, that's a lot yes. of chocolate. Yeah yeah i baked the the one bit of baking i've done this year and i didn't even think i was going to get to do that but um normally i bake a lot around the holidays and i just did not have time to this year but i did bake some brookies to send to the shells and those are brownies with chocolate chip cookies baked on top of them but the brownies in this particular recipe also have chocolate chips in them so it's like chocolate chip brownies with chocolate chip cookies on top. Wow. Yeah. I kind of talk like about. Oh yeah, oh yeah. I need I need like you and Morgan to come stay like a month, at least, with me, so we can do a bunch of stuff. <laughs> oh, Let's man. see baking. Catching up on old classic movies that the two of us have mm-hmm. not seen, but you have seen. Mm-hmm. 
let's see. Listen, I still have plenty on my shelf that I haven't uh I haven't watched yet. No, me and Morgan were joking. You haven't seen. (laughs) Yep. Um playing the bundle game. That would be fun. Yeah. I know me and Morgan were joking around last night about um uh like getting a house in Tennessee and me and her moving up there. So if we do that, we'll have to go we'll have to get you to come <laughs> come move in with us. I'm like, we're just gonna start a home for like young adult women that aren't like fully ready to just like be totally out on their own, but they're ready to be on their own. <laughs> so it's like we're all just gonna move in together. <laughs> or it could just be like a retreat kind of thing where it's like a vacation. Yeah. yeah. Oh man. Yep. I really, I really want us to try to go to Rama Drama together this year. That would be super fun. So close, um close to where we are. Yeah, hopefully. Hopefully. All right. So we have Michael and Tracy talking in the church again. Um, and the flashback of Greg and Tracy. And Michael says, God sometimes God answers prayers sometimes in ways we don't expect. All you need is to have faith the size of a mustard seed. I love when he told her that because she commented that she didn't really feel like she, like basically she wanted to be there for him, but she didn't really have any faith, like much faith left. And he's like, well, that's okay. Cause God said, all we need is faith the size of a mustard seed. It's like, it doesn't matter how big your faith is as long as it's pure faith, pure and true. All faith. you need is a little, where have we heard that before? yeah that's the other one that's the other big one that's the other big one it's what i'm talking about it only takes a little yeah well and i don't know why but what comes to my mind and i don't i don't know exactly um like where in the series the quote that you just used is from but the image that comes to my mind when i think of that but just kind of the show overall when i think of that and when i think of sign cell delivered i'm picturing and i do not remember the name of the episode or the movie but um when oliver and his dad had gone on the camping trip Mm -hmm. and when oliver and shane are sitting in the chapel after that and just you know the fact that she had she had prayed for him at that point so so that's that's the image that comes in my head just kind of overall of the series of yeah the line where it was mentioned was one in a million and of course this is the one that everyone or all of the postables sometimes like to call it the bad date movie the disastrous date Because, yeah. you know, they talk about the rose and how, like, the rose cutting and how it didn't bloom. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. and, you know, at the end, Oliver asks her on the date, finally. And mm-hmm. you know, they're talking about how, um, I think Oliver says something like, you know, did you order the uh, did you order the lemon cake because you didn't think that you, you mm. would get another chance to go back to Montaldo's or, and mm-hmm. you know they're talking about the date and then 
how it only takes a little because they're talking about faith and yeah and then I could see the image that you thought of of yeah I guess just like yeah I get I guess I just like thinking of Shane and her faith and like just kind of her developing in her faith I guess is where that image comes from in my mind yeah. um yeah but it was mentioned in one in a million so. yeah um mm-hmm. and of course Greg in that flashback had said I think it's a reminder to always live each day to the fullest but also I think it's a way for him to show us how he restores and heals us and all we have to do is pray that line for me was powerful because God does heal and that's that's one thing that like sticks in my mind when I think of my mom I don't even like to say that she died because in truth if you are a believer you never truly die you pass on but your spirit like you don't die you know your your flesh is no longer alive but um I remember like my mom suffered with chronic pain for years and I would be running the massager on her back or whatever, you know, trying to just give her a little bit of relief. And obviously all those years I was praying for her to be healed. And God always promised me that one day she would be. And I remember thinking, why one day, why not now? Like why, you know, and she was not in the way that any of us thought, but she did receive her healing and to try to remember that God doesn't always, as, as Michael said, God answers prayers sometimes in ways we don't expect. Um, so yeah, to me, to me, this movie was very, very powerful. Yeah, um, a little bit because, you know, I think I told you recently, I lost one of my friends as well one of my really good friends and she was dealing with a lot of chronic illness as well so I'm sorry mm-hmm. oh, I'm like crying. no it's it's totally totally fine totally fine um we have you know Tracy finally shares about Greg, you know, because she pretty much didn't really share anything when she first started coming to the group, and she finally shared about that and just how angry she was. And um, we have the uh, pre-gallery artist meet and greet, and I loved um, Tracy's speech yes. during that and how she just started opening up in that in that speech um and then tracy you know uh finally decorates for christmas and she gets a visit from her parents um i love was it was it this scene in this movie or am i mixing it up was it this particular one where um her mom tells her like to keep the cookies away from her dad and her dad said that he had had a carrot the day before and it wasn't even in a cake. You're muted. Oops. 
I think this was the scene. Yes. I think it was, but I loved that because I'm like, that's me. Like, I cannot yeah. eat raw carrots. I, I love the it taste of them, good. but yeah, I I will choke. Like, it does not matter how how finely, like, I can chew it and chew it and chew it and chew it and chew it, and I will choke trying to wow. swallow it. I don't know why. I love carrots, but yeah. that early morning hike that michael took them on five o'clock in the morning (laughs) it was early but it was beautiful yeah i would say i would be the rest of the group in the back asleep but i don't know i'm pretty used to getting up and getting on the road at like three and four o'clock in the morning when i go on long trips so i can't say anything um only time i get up that early is on my mission trip (laughs) that is the only time I get up that early yeah uh okay but also the fact that Michael bet Tracy that he could make her laugh at some point during that day and she's like what are the stakes and like i don't think he necessarily meant he would actually bet her i think he was just like oh, i bet you I could. And she's like what are the stakes and he's like oh <laughs> like, <Yeah. laughs> and uh i think he told her that uh the stakes were that the loser had to buy the other one a dozen treats of their choice from justin's bakery yeah um but yes that sunrise and the gazebo yeah um and was beautiful that that is the spot where he feels closest to god which i loved and regina finally opens up about her mom and um and then Michael tricks Tracy into laughing. Uh, talking about, talking about yes, like, can you carry me down the mountain? Yeah, and she starts laughing, and then yeah, he he calls her on it. But instead of having her buy him the treats, he asks her to be his partner for the gift wrapping contest. She's like, like a date, and he's like, yeah, or not like you know pretty much if you want to call this a date we can if not i'm cool with that but you know he just wants her there um and then tracy having dinner with her parents and talking about michael and how greg would want her to be happy um i think weird thing um and it hits everybody differently um but like personally i i don't know like obviously i've never been in that particular position i can't imagine being two years past losing someone and not being ready to move on like for myself i'm not saying it's wrong for somebody to feel that way but like I wouldn't want my whole life to shut down, like with losing my mom. 
I never wanted my whole life to shut down simply because she wasn't here and she wouldn't want that. But I know darn well that if roles were reversed and she had lost me, there's no way she would be handling it and moving on in the way that I've been able to. So, I mean, everybody, this is a terrible comparison. I'm not saying people are animals, but the best way I know to compare it is, you know, you have somebody that loses a pet and some people will never get another one because either they don't feel like they can love another one the way they've loved this one pet they've had so long or they can't go through that pain of losing another one or whatever other people will go out the next day and get one because they need that in their lives and I don't think either one is wrong Mm -hmm. um so as far as like you know her position of kind of feeling uncomfortable with moving on um and just like like she's being unfaithful to greg that in my mind like again i'm not criticizing anybody i'm just saying in my mind it doesn't make sense because this person is no longer there so you're not tied to that anymore like they're not there you're free to this this or this like i don't know that's just the way my brain works um again i'm not I'm not criticizing anybody that feels feels the other way um but uh on a little happier note tracy does show up for the gift wrapping contest and they, they are win. announced the winners <laughs> they win a ski trip to murray's lodge i think is what the prize was mm-hmm. uh, and what was it he said don't worry if we win we'll go as friends I think something like that yeah yeah which was so sweet I mean the fact that he asked her there kind of on a date and then tells her that like to make her make her more comfortable was really really sweet um and then they have a conversation Michael and Tracy um have a conversation in the gazebo where michael shares this scene got me Mm. yeah and michael shares about uh meeting his wife melody um and the flashback that we see between the two of them and again we go back to where she says she doesn't believe in coincidences um Especially when I see Brennan break down and cry, that's when I lost it. That's when I lost it. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, you know, we we mentioned a few minutes ago that, you know, his wife's been battling cancer and stuff. And it's like, you know, there's got to be some emotion there, you know, from that, that he was probably pulling on in that in that moment um and they end up at tracy's apartment and you know talk about her and greg painting together 
and them playing the piano together and her fixing the gazebo ornament that Melody had gotten for him um, that last Christmas. Okay, curious question here. Like, out of all the movies you've watched, just kind of knowing movies in general, when he started playing the piano, did you half expect that to be a breaking moment for her of her, like, stopping him and wanting him to leave? Like, I can't do this moment. I didn't even think about that at all. That didn't even cross my mind. See, I was impressed they didn't do that because I was afraid they were going to. I was afraid that was going to be kind of a setback moment for her and a, I can't do this. I could see where you would think that, but yeah, that didn't even cross my mind. Yeah, I, I mean, I was impressed they didn't, but uh, that that kind of, you know, came to I my think mind. I was too busy crying through almost this entire movie. <laughs> I'm not even joking. This movie, yeah. I mean, not in a bad, not in a bad, no. but this movie made me cry more than any other Hallmark Christmas movie this year. Mm-hmm. Not gonna lie. Yeah. Uh, we see Tracy praying um, for the first time in a while. Um, no. Yeah. Just to see her kind of kind of reaching a point where she doesn't know where else to turn to for what she needs and kind of being willing to that kind of shows she's willing to let go of some of the anger that she has felt towards God and you know just kind of move on with that. Yeah. Um that's another thing that reminds me of shame and specifically lost without you because she was angry too Mm -hmm. she was angry Mm -hmm. at god for her father leaving specifically Mm -hmm. yep Um, mm -hmm. so i was just thinking of uh oliver and um I can't think of what the angel's name was for this particular what Jordan Jordan yeah and their conversation in in the chapel um is kind of going through my head right now because I mean Oliver was dealing with some unresolved yeah Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I love when Oliver's like you're not from the post office (laughs) I see I could go on about that scene that is one of the best as far as like not a favorite relationship moment you know but just like an overall scene in the series I would say that that's a top scene he was literally touched by an angel Mm mm-hmm yep Marquis, yep. if you ever watched that show, Touched by an Angel, written by or executive Martha produced Williams. by Martha yeah. Williams. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. That's where I got that from. Although I've, well, I've seen the first episode, so I can't say that I've never seen Touched by an Angel. I have started watching it, but I've only gotten through the first episode so far, and it's really good. I remember 
watching it when I was like really little when we still had TV service, but it has been so long ago. I don't remember anything from it. I just remember that I've watched it. Yeah. Um, I enjoyed the first episode. I just need to finish. Yeah. Um, we had the flashback of Greg and Tracy dancing and I love how he basically tells her we don't know how much time we have left so we need to always treat each moment as if it could be our last um I think that's I think that's one reason that I think that's one reason I am the way I am about a lot of things because for me, I know the uncertainty of life, I guess. And like, I guess I've always had that in the back of my head of if something happened to me or something happened to somebody else, what would I have wished I had done or not done? And that's what I try to go off of because we can get so busy just living life that we forget to live life, if that makes sense. and so that that for me is a lot of what drives me to make the decisions that I do and there are times that you do have to put certain things first but I would I would much rather regret not having spent enough time on I guess more serious Thing, like you know work or you know whatever then to regret not having been there for somebody when they needed me or you know whatever um yeah that gosh I'm gonna start crying again I'm gonna try not to but that's one thing like with my friend that just passed away like I kind of feel guilty because you know I would check in with her every day because you know she had a lot of health issues and I just wanted to make sure that she was doing okay Mm -hmm. a couple days or a couple weeks before she died like I wasn't I was kind of slacking on that and I kind of feel guilty for that Mm. no I mean I expound on that too much but it's hard yeah no, I mean, I, I have to, like, my last interaction with my mom was not really that happy, and I have to not, like, it doesn't really bother me now, right at first it did, but I had to come to a point of being okay with that, because I was like, you know what, she knew I loved her, and I knew she loved me, and she was not in her right mind at that particular time but I mean if it's easy to let stuff like that eat at you so I mean I I 100% get it um but the flashback I was going to mention a few minutes ago of Greg and Tracy dancing that was one of my mm-hmm. favorite flashbacks that we saw of them mm-hmm. yeah that was really really sweet um then we have Tracy in the elf costume that was uh, visiting yes <laughs> visiting ethel and convincing her to dress up as mrs claus yep. and uh justin's dad stopping by the bakery and apologizing wow. and tracy inviting regina out 
to eat and uh just so happened to be open mic night and yeah. she had reserved the first spot so yeah um uh so tracy was being everybody's little christmas angel beautiful voice yes yes she did she really did um and then we have the second conversation at the gazebo with tracy making sure that michael is okay okay i will have to say here is a production thing that i do not understand in this scene sorry but why was she wearing a dress to a place that you had to hike up to i don't know like that does not make sense (laughs) was pretty her dress was pretty but like who wears a dress to go hike somewhere and obviously, you know, it's not as much of a hike as people think it's going to be. But still, like that that particular thing, like just when I saw her, I'm like, what? Like, who made that call? <laughs> who who made the wardrobe call for this thing? Did not make any sense to me. Um, but I love the fact that Tracy told Michael that this time was about him and Melody. That she was there for him and his loss and his wife to support him in that. I thought that was really, really sweet. Um, but, uh, you know, they talk about um, talk about Melody and Michael talks about how grateful he is for that time. And, of course, Tracy resting her head on his shoulder. Just so sweet. I love, I love like just small gestures yes. like that, like hand holding or, you know, the head on the that shoulder. That was really- mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, then we see the group meeting again. Uh, Regina puts the star on, star on the tree. Tracy shows up and invites them all to her gallery exhibit and asks to lead the prayer. Um, I will say I got roped into leading the prayer at, I spent the Christmas morning with my mom's side of the family, all my cousins on that side of the family. And, um, they were trying to get one of my cousins to, uh, say the blessing over the food and they didn't want to do it. So that cousin volunteers, another cousin who doesn't want to do it. And one of them finally looked at me and was like, would you do this? So they'll stop arguing. <laughs> so, I'm like, sure. Sure. Why not? Um, and then somebody gave me a hug after I did it. It was like, thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. I love her line when she said, I learned from the best as she looks at Michael. Mm-hmm yep um and we see tracy's gallery exhibit which she has decided to call hearts of healing and that painting was beautiful like i really wish we had got i really wish we had gotten a better look at that painting like we didn't really get to focus on the painting like i would have liked um in in that scene but it was really really beautiful um and then we have the Christmas Eve service with the balloons. 
I have to like it was beautiful, but I have to admit all that was going through my mind was they are going to get some backlash from people over this because you know people go up in arms over don't release balloons. They're gonna you know like oh man, people go nuts over that. That didn't even cross my mind. I thought the balloons were beautiful. They like, were. Yeah, they were. I I hundred percent agree. But like I said, all that was going through my mind was oh boy, just waiting on people to start with y'all should. You should never do that. Blah, blah, blah. Especially in my mind, knowing you know they did this more than once. So there was a lot more balloons than what we saw. (laughs) They probably did, yes. If I were to do Yeah. I mean, you you do a scene more than once. Uh, You're going to do it at least twice just to make sure like if something went wrong with one of the cameras that you didn't catch or you know whatever it's going to get done at least twice every time um uh and then regina starts singing and leads everyone in silent night which is my favorite christmas song that's one of, of all time favorites. oh holy night is my number one but silent night is up there too silent night like i get goosebumps every time i hear it i mean it I don't know why that song affects me the way that it does, but it it really, really does. Um, go ahead. Can we just talk about that interaction between Michael and Tracy to end the movie? You know, they talk mm-hmm. about wanting to learn how to paint and then moving forward as slow as they need to. Mm-hmm. The hand kiss. I loved <laughs> that they did that to end the movie yes probably there is always a actual kiss mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I love that they did that I loved it too because that's something that um like it doesn't bother me to see actors kissing each other that does not bother me but I do have a high respect for the people that refuse to do that um, like our lady man in Mayberry Man, Brett Varville, he refuses to kiss any of his leading ladies. Now, he might like kiss him on the cheek or, you know, something like that. But to actually kiss one of his leading ladies, he will not do that. And, um, you know, people are like, how do you, you know, you've got to have a kiss in a movie. I'm like, there are ways. There are ways. I have seen movies very well done that. I've gotten all the way through it and then it kind of dawned on me they never kissed like you know they they did the movie so well that I didn't miss there being a kiss at the end of it like that and this was one of those movies that I was like that was good that was good well I think mainly it was probably for storyline purposes because of yeah it entailed which I still love that yeah yeah I agree I'm just saying like this is an example yeah, yeah, of a way yeah. yeah yeah this is a way you could do that um yeah. or like well I'm not gonna get into something from behind the scenes of the Mayberry Man series y'all will just have to watch it when it comes out um I will I will say it's just a really cool like behind the scenes story that maybe one of these days I will I will share I mean y'all will see it but maybe one of these days I will I will share that 
Um, but yes, I thought this. Oh man. Time for him to come home for Christmas was a really, really, really good movie. But I felt like on a heartfelt faith level, this one is tops um for the like miracles of christmas movie mm-hmm. this year um i think five more minutes definitely took it last year and i have not watched this year's five more minutes sequel yet but i feel like the gift of peace is probably going to take tops for for the miracles of christmas that's good the gift of peace for me so i combined my top mm-hmm. so i combined hallmark channel and hallmark movies and mysteries yeah because considering that there were less miracles of christmas movies than there were countdown to christmas movies i just figured actually i think there were less than 10 miracles of christmas movies so that wouldn't even have worked for a top 10 so i just decided to combine them but the gift of peace has ranked at number one and it will stay there for 2022 Christmas movies yeah it's it's definitely up there like I said for me like I tend to prefer comedy um so now my mom would have absolutely loved this movie my mom is the only person I ever knew who could get a 30-minute sermon out of rescue from Gilligan's Island um like the woman could talk 30 minutes on the word therefore like I (laughs) yeah so i mean she was she was very deep theological minded person i'm more like i'm a deep person but not quite on that same level i i need to laugh (laughs) so and i mean there were some funny moments in this but um i would say uh three wise men and a baby is still probably going to take tops for me but this one is definitely going to be in my top 10. Like, no question, this one's going to be in my top 10. Yeah. So. I would say it's out of 10 ranking for me. Oh, yeah. Yeah. There were a couple of production things in this one that didn't make, like, weren't quite. You know I'm a snob. I can't help myself. I'm sorry. <laughs> okay. I'm not trying to be mean when I point this stuff out. This is just how my brain works. Um, But which, you know, I guess comes in handy considering the fact I want to work on film sets and I've never been to school for it. So I guess it works out well. Um, But yeah, I would, I would still give it a 10 out of 10, even with the, um, even with the slight production things that I saw that to me could have been a little better, but I would definitely still give it a 10 out of 10. This one was really, really good. Um, and of course, you know, I think we said this at the beginning that Nikki and Brennan are both, you know, fan favorites. Yeah. Um, so, and I'm great chemistry. I would love to see them work together yeah. again. Actually, I kind of would like to see another movie with the two of them, like a sequel to this. Yeah. I want to see him go on that ski trip. Yes. <laughs> yes. Ski trip. I want to go see him go on this ski trip. Yes. 
we're going to get Nikki to come on here and I'll pitch that to her. <laughs> I've already written a script for Andrew. I'll, you know, I'll tell Nikki I can get started on one for her too. <laughs> oh my gosh. But anyway, wow. Anything else you want to say about this one, Nicole? Oh, just such a good movie. Such a beautiful movie. Yeah, really was. Um, yeah. Sorry, Morgan couldn't be here to cover this one with us. I know she she really wanted to do this one, but uh, she's kind of having a, a hectic week. It's a week after Christmas while we're recording this, and uh, she's kind of having a hectic week this week. So she told us to just go ahead. Um, but we miss you, Morgan. We love you. And uh, thank you guys for listening. Let us know what you think of this movie in the comments below. And um, maybe let us know what your top 10 are. Yes. I'm sure we'll do. We'll have we'll have more episodes coming out uh, covering some Christmas movies. What do you think? Okay, I don't think this is even a contest. I would say our next thing that we're looking forward to the most is the new wedding bell trilogy yes we need to finish reviewing the other two in the first round of yeah yeah actually we need to finish the christmas movies so we can finish the wedding bell the original wedding bell trilogy so we can pick up with the second wedding bell trilogy and yeah we're way behind (laughs) yeah because there's no Four is next weekend. Oh, geez, Louise. We're going to stay behind, y'all. Like, there is no questioning this. We're going to stay behind. Oh, my gosh. Well, I mean, there's no way to keep up with it. Unless, like, we, well, just, unless we just hold off on the Christmas. On Unless we just hold off on a few Christmas yeah. movies. I don't think we're going to have too many more that we're going to cover probably until, like, we'll probably only have two or three more like individual movies that we'll cover um well besides besides the other one that we have already have planned to do i mean so okay we'll say three or four um more individual probably that we'll cover and then we'll probably do a couple of um like honorable mentions episodes one or two of those and talk about like our top 10 or whatever that one's gonna be really fun but we'll get it figured out y'all know hey we're doing better than we normally are (laughs) (sighs) but we love you guys thanks for listening and we'll be back soon stay tuned for more christmas movie recaps and we'll talk to you guys later bye